1: Let's get back to the action. I'll just say this, we nobody's on the line. And take you in the
0: zone with your host, Brandon Kravitz.
1: Welcome back to the show, In the Zone, here on FM 96.9 The Game, iHeartRadio. Time now for our In the Zone Player of the Night. And this five-tool player made our nomination really easy today.
0: season and a season unlike any other in major league baseball history for ronald acuna jr take the base
1: and take a bow number 13 ronald acuna jr creates his own club in major league baseball becoming the first player ever to hit 40 home runs and steal 70 bases in the history of the league unreal Uh, Really should have taken this guy with the number one pick in our Zone Heads Fantasy Baseball League. You live and you learn. Congrats to Ronald Acuna Jr., uh, our in-the-zone player of the night, presented by Better Edge. Sign up today using the promo code BEATBRANDON. Earn $20 upon your first arrival at BetterEdge.com. How good is this guy? I mean,
0: he is just... He's unreal. Talking he, about a Swiss Army knife. And he never slows down. Jack of all trades, quite literally. Yeah, th- this baseball has seen some of the greatest players and, like, c- characteristics of guys. Ronald Acuna doing what he's doing. Shohei Otani doing what he's doing. We have some of the best players in baseball right now, the most unique players that maybe we've had. Yeah, he
1: is, uh, he is special, and we'll see him all throughout the postseason as well. This Braves team's pretty damn good. It's been just over 24 hours now since Damian Lillard, uh, that trade went down. He is now with the Milwaukee Bucks. Still some buzz surrounding that. Here is Adrian Wojnarowski from ESPN breaking it all down.
2: And now for the Milwaukee Bucks, though. Uh, this is an organization that made the Drew Holiday trade a few years ago to pair with Giannis Attentacupo, won a title. And now they may have very well have extended their window with Giannis by bringing in Damian Lillard, a player that Giannis... Uh, was determined to play with and this was I think the relationships with joe cronin the portland gm john horst uh, in milwaukee milwaukee stayed in this trying to find a deal and trying to find the assets that would allow them to land lillard and they do it and so now uh... certainly milwaukee makes itself a favorite uh... in the east bringing in lillard who has four years left on his deal obviously asked for the trade uh, back in early July, he wanted the Miami Heat. I'm told that Portland and Miami never seriously engaged and got any real traction in talks. Uh, Portland did not love what Miami had to offer them. So I think
1: this is great for the Bucks. obviously. It's great for small market teams in the NBA. Anytime a team in a non-traditional big market, you know the ones the, pl- the ones that are always in the, the conversation to get the big names and make those big splashes, Anytime a non-traditional team is able to do this, even if they already have Giannis, that's it, something that should cause a mini-celebration for all of us because it shows a changing of the tide in the NBA. And I do believe that that's happening. Players seem much more committed to wins and losses than where they're playing basketball, there was a stretch, there, and it will always be somewhat part of the league. So it's not like this was new, but there was a there was a nice little run there where everybody was just racing to the coasts, uh, either the northeast or out west. And it's nice to see some variety. I have no problem seeing the Bucks build their version of a super team duo. Have at it. See if it works. And then in a couple of years, they'll be on to the next idea.
0: And it goes to show that we're we're saying we're okay with the Bucks adding another superstar and Damian Lillard to team up with Giannis Tetsukumpo. You can tell that our point is valid here because we're talking about the number one seed from the Eastern Conference last season. We're not talking about the Timberwolves or OKC gets a star that they deserve. No, we're talking about a team that already has a two-time MVP. But because it's Milwaukee and because we are based in the city of Orlando, similar-ish markets there, it's not New York, it's not Los Angeles, it's not Miami. So it gives hope for these, uh, you know, these not small-town teams, but it's not the major cities. It's yeah, a, they're not small towns, but they're small towns compared right.
1: to the cities that typically get these players. So it's all relative. Milwaukee's a huge city, right? But Milwaukee's not New York City, right? Milwaukee's not LA, and and so I I think that it's all relative. Now Oklahoma City, I think that might actually be a small city. So they are there are they're out there, but no, this is good. And I think if you're in the camp of not liking when these sorts of players team up, then maybe this isn't such a great thing, but. Because moves like this do tend to motivate other teams and other players to go, "Uh uh-oh, I got to keep up with them. And so we could see a little bit of that in the near future where, where teams get paranoid that they don't have enough now because they look at Giannis and Dame and go, and that team was already good without Damian Lillard. You add him to the mix, and they didn't lose that much. They lost a couple of role pieces, and Drew Holiday, who gets replaced by... A better overall player. Not a better defender, but a better overall player that's going to make... The, the, he provides a better upside to the Milwaukee Bucks. I think that's that sort of yeah. goes without saying.
0: It's, it's a... Right. It's different abilities. You're never going to get the defense with Dame that you're getting with Drew Holiday. But Drew Holiday could very rarely scratch the surface of what Damian Lillard provides on the offensive end. Drew Holiday had his games. But again, it's it all comes down to, for me... And like we were just talking about with the Dolphins, you can have a great regular season. Number one seed uh, in the AFC for the Dolphins, literally the number one seed for the Bucs last year in the East. Most wins in the entire NBA. Bounced in the first round to the Miami Heat, who are a game away from not making the playoffs, not getting one of those eight seeds in, who would eventually go on to be the Eastern Conference champions. But that game came down, Giannis was banged up. He had to miss games. Chris Middleton was never able to come back right. You have those two things, and your leading score. you have to rely on Drew Holiday and Grayson Allen and Brooke Lopez's offenses, offensive ability to get the job done and beat a team like the Heat. You can't do it. Yeah. Championships are won. Defense wins championships. Offense wins games. You can't win the championship without winning games. Offense is what can win you games as a whole because i know i talk about the it's offense is what drives these major leagues now these professional leagues i do get the i'm not discrediting defense wins championships but at the end of the it, day offense
1: wins you games you have to you have to make a play we call them game winning shots far more we talk about those far more often than we talk about game winning stops right so in that sense i understand what you're saying and that is where damian lillard comes in as that's his number 1 job they don't need help winning regular season games. They need help when their offense stalls out and they need buckets. And he can get them buckets. You know, that that's gonna be the, the that's gonna be where he helps the most. Last year, really for the last couple of years, their offense has been bully ball Giannis and then a high efficiency and volume from three. And when, that, when the percentages started to dip from three-point range and Giannis gets in foul trouble or he gets dinged up and he can't be as physical, that, that team takes a big step backwards. Damian Lillard's going to help keep that afloat, so that's where he helps. Here on the text line at 508.57, next up Harden, maybe he ends up in Miami. I, I do think this pushes a Harden deal. I now think, I kind of thought this already, but I definitely feel it now that James Harden, is going to be on to the next before the season starts. Because of this move, somebody's going to get antsy.
0: Right, and I think that it's Drew Holiday making his Philadelphia reunion just makes kind of too much sense. He's a better fit for that team than what Harden is. He's already been a sidekick to the most dominant player that we have seen since Shaq and Giannis. Joel Embiid is number two on that list for physically the most dominant player we have seen since Shaq. He's already played with number one. I think Drew Holiday slides into that situation in Philly and elevates them to be a higher contender for an NBA championship.
1: Yeah, I would agree with that.
0: Uh, On the text line here, not Damian
1: Lillard related, but uh, back to the Dolphins topic we had to open the show. Maybe this is a dumb question, but would you rather, and this is that person said that, not me. I don't think it's a dumb question. (laughs) Would you rather have the Dolphins win the Super Bowl or have one of the best offenses ever? Win the Super Bowl. That's, it's that is that's easy. I don't think it's a dumb question because it made me think for a half second. But uh, yeah, you, the ultimate goal is to win the championship.
0: I think that uh, it, it's probably a pretty dumb question, but it, it, like I said, it does make <laughs> you think. It does make you think for a second because either way, you end up in the record books, and the record of being the best statistical offense of all time. It doesn't carry as far as the Super Bowl, but. That's stitched in, and you someone has to beat you for that. Whereas Super Bowl week, not a new one every year, but someone wins a Super Bowl every year. You don't often get to say that you are the best statistical offense to ever play the game, but it's still a Super Bowl. So, I, I won't even know how to
1: react if the Dolphins win the Super Bowl. I don't know what you're supposed to do when your team wins a championship. I've never it really experienced it. Ricky Bobby. I don't know what to do with
0: my hands Seriously, for the entire next day. That next Monday, you have to be completely mental. You you are not allowed to type <laughs> notes because you won't know what to do with your hands o- that next day. The only time that I've really... I guess if you count
1: 2017 for UCF, that was exhilarating, but that's not a real championship. And then 2013... 2013 was the tail end of my super fandom for Florida State... And that year was tarnished by the dark cloud hanging over Jameis Winston. So I enjoyed that championship. And by the way, I put a futures bet on them at the start of the season to win the championship. So that was as much of a betting celebration as it was. Excited that that Florida State team won. But the Jameis thing really took away from like the joy because it felt awkward. As far as the teams that provide me the most just natural joy, just like childhood sports fandom, Dolphins, Orioles, Magic. I've never seen them win anything. Yeah, that's tough. Ever. <laughs> I have no idea what you're supposed to do when your pro team wins the championship. How do you act? Do you buy the shirt? Do I get the DVD set? Do I brag about it? Do
0: I act humble? I don't know what to do. I will not know how to react. Well, luckily, Brandon, you if for growing up for me, I didn't know how to act. Act when we didn't. I was so used to the winning (laughs) that when we didn't win, I didn't know what to do. But once you do win, you get to just often, periodically throughout the year, throughout your life, you get to say, "Brandon, I know about this game where this team was down twenty-eight to three in the Super Bowl." That's awesome. I have that for the rest of my life from that one championship. Like, what did you do the next day? And I know you. I I went to. I was. I went to high school. (laughs) What? I was a junior in high school that year. I guess, see, it's different when you're an adult.
1: Like, do you you take the day off? Do you you celebrate with the team? I don't know how to act. Now, maybe I won't need to worry about this, but uh, just, you know, these are thoughts in my head. Who should we start? Who should we sit in fantasy this week? We're going to comb through all the names. Justin Fields has been somebody... That's been really tough to trust, but I'll tell you what, these guys are not t- tough to trust at all. Bear Air.
0: Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DGW were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.